Welcome to episode 14 of Across the Middle. Bob, thanks for stepping aside last week and having uh, Dose join us. We appreciate you um, you not participating for a week, even though I missed you dearly. <laughs> I, I didn't exactly bow out. I was I was mm. out of town and it kind of just lined up perfectly. <laughs> Where I were listened, you? I, I was in Ohio for uh, my cousin's wedding. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, man. We're not going to have a pod this week. And then I get the alert. And I'm like, that mother beep. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> you're getting the boot. <laughs> yeah. But things were good between you and I. But uh, listen, I, I met another couple. Yeah. Well, I don't swing that way. So good for you. Good on you. <laughs> what I heard last week. <laughs> I have a personal question for you really quick. Sure. Do you... Um, mix water with your Gatorade when you drink Gatorade? At times, not always. Okay, when do you do it? When, do, when don't you do it? Uh, if I... Eh, if if I'm on a diet, it's oh always mixed. If I, Actually, mixed. realistically, if I'm on a diet, Gatorade's not in the house. Um, actually, I bought it sometimes for for Riley to have my daughter uh-huh. for, for those of you listening on the pod and don't know uh, the inside scoop I have a daughter and her name oh. is Riley nice yeah. I can't wait to meet Riley one day <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's gonna be awesome she might be walking by then <laughs> she's she's not quite too she's been walking for a, for a little while now falling pretty great yeah she's good at that too yeah great at it um so we we bought it at one point to to mix like just just throw a little flavor in her water see see how she liked it and uh it ended up just getting mixed and i drank it that's the last time it was watered down so that or diets huh Mm, realistically diets not gatorade's not in the house so yeah i um audra and i have been feeling good so we got some gatorade and for whatever reason there was just a little bit left in the gatorade bottle and it wasn't going to drink just a little bit so I put it in my water glass, filled the rest with water, and it's horrible. Like, it's so bad. I know people who to drink water with Gatorade on a normal basis. I don't know how you do it. I don't like it at all. <laughs> I'm not enjoying this Gatorade water. I grew up in a in a house where my dad, you know, we'd we'd go out, uh, me, my brother, and my dad, and we'd we'd uh, be practicing baseball. You know, I'm out. I'm out in the field just shagging balls. My brother's taking BP, and I'm I'm pretty much a slave out there, right? Come on, this Bobby, is, this get is, the ball. Yeah, this is child labor. Quit laying down. All uh, right. And but anyway, when we're out there, my dad would routinely pack uh, orange juice watered down. Like that was a that was a drink that was Smart. available for me out there sweating in the Florida heat. Maybe if you work hard enough, you'll get this watered down Gatorade. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, watered down OJ was the the poor man's version. If um if if you haven't met for for those of you who haven't met your dad, that is spot on. Oh yeah, <laughs> that is him in a nutshell. Yeah, you can't make that shit up. No, and we love him for it. <laughs> what are we doing today, Bob? Um, we are finally making it to a draft recap. Uh, it's oh, been yeah. it's been a little while. We've got to to uh, marinate over the draft. I think some some of us are. Our excitement and anxiety has calmed down, and other people who uh, were not so excited about the results of the draft have have also had a chance to cool down. And uh, so mm-hmm. we're going to meet with level heads 
and uh, grade out these drafts. We're going to start with the the Norths, both the AFC and the NFC. We the North. Last time we spoke, you were pretty excited about your brownies. Yeah, my case of uh, Jimmy Gallagheritis is is still there. I, oh, I still good. think. That's realistically good. because we're still on baker mayfields well we'll get to it i won't i won't touch okay. on it okay yeah. so shall we should we start with the afc north sure let's just jump right into it then yeah. and let's do the Bengals first oh um, you son of a... no i'm just kidding <laughs> i, put I gotta it in rate, order. wait one more team uh so the Bengals. um i don't know how do you want to do this do you want to go pick by pick do you want to just talk about a couple picks that we liked because um, um, I'll be I honest, think, I can't pronounce some of these guys' names. I think you're you're gonna do a, an excellent job. I think you read <laughs> oh, no. at a at an eighth grade level, so this will be fine. <laughs> oh, that's that's a stretch. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like, I don't know. There are some pretty big words in Harry Potter. I don't think I could swing this. Mm, yeah, I can't do that. You guys don't have the audio version. The audio version of Harry Potter is damn good, though. Yeah, it's one they, of the better I've heard they've come out with two uh, two different ones. Two different people have done the uh, recording. And the movies are pretty good, too. So you could just do those for those who don't like to read, including if you're that. into that kind of thing. Yeah, um, uh, I think I think we should to get back on track to the Bengals. Oh. I think we should uh, just start with the first pick, obviously. Jamar Chase, and then, receiver. And then as we get, LSU. As we get uh, down you know, we'll, we'll work our way down the board and just touch on the ones we actually care about or know something about. Mm-hmm. You can't okay. bullshit a bullshitter. Well, they're going to find that out when we have to talk about Evan McPearson, the kicker. <laughs> yeah, that's a hard pass. <laughs> yeah, mm, he's great. Okay, so the Bengals drafted Jamar Chase, and they could have gone a couple of different ways. Penny Sewell was the other one that a lot of people were talking about. But I think they made the right decision with Jamar Chase, helping Burr out, getting a, a solid receiver who has a relationship with Jamar Chase. And I, I think if anything for like the Bengals franchise, it, it shows, and, we, and we're hearing this a lot with like Deshaun Watson and Aaron Rodgers, it shows that they're listening to Burrow, which I think is really important to listen to a young quarterback who's the staple of the franchise, get their opinion. And it sounded like he wanted Jamar Chase so I think they made the right decision to support their young quarterback, get a receiver who's, uh, I think, a generational talent. And uh, I think they made the right choice, although you can't really argue Penny Sewell as well if they would have gone there. Um, I, I don't know if this necessarily <clears throat> means they're listening to a second-year quarterback. You don't I, think so? I think they just get it. I mean, the coaching staff, there's the, their seat's pretty hot. In Cincinnati, I think they were down to one of two options, and it was either Penny Sewell or a receiver, Jamar Chase being the favorite, especially mm-hmm. because of the uh, things you mentioned with him having a history with Joe Burrow. But I, I think wide receivers have shown that they can come into the league and produce quicker than O-line. And so I think it was more of – if it was 50-50 – the wide receiver choice gives them a better chance of saving their job. Interesting. It, it's one of those weird things where receivers historically have been really bad early on, at least like the first year and a half. And for whatever reason, I think ever since probably what Odell, they've just torn it up. And um, 
I'm I'm hoping Jamar Chase is somewhat similar. But I, I actually, when I, I envisioned like job security, it, it was more so like I would have thought Penny Sewell would have been the choice for job security reasons. And I don't really see the this coaching staff, Zach Taylor and the gang, as people who are that much on the hot seat. Um, you don't think so? No, I, I think How they How did they even keep their job last year? There, There's a lot of uh, – well, first of all, Burrow was hurt. Yeah. And they had a rookie quarterback. So there's probably an excuse there. I thought Zach Taylor was a good coach for them coming in. And I would imagine they want to give him at least one more year after this to, to see how it plays out, depending on how this year goes. I mean, if they win two, three games, then I would imagine there's going to be some questions. But I think if they go like eight and eight, or I guess what, nine and eight now, um, then they'd still be safe. They'd have to be up a really bad season. I don't know how long his contract is, the coach there. Um, but since the Bengals are uh, one of the cheapest, they're the tightest pursed teams in the NFL. And so I have to right. think that is actually playing a factor. Like the fact that they don't want to be paying two coaches for an sure. extended period of time, an exorbitant, exorbitant amount of money. Mm-hmm. I actually think that has more to do with it than the fact that he is still promising. I don't think anybody's excited about him. Well, I Googled Zach Taylor, Zach Taylor's contract. And the thing that popped up is Zach Taylor's wife. So <laughs> uh, <laughs> apparently he has a hot wife. I've you know what, sooner, but <laughs> uh, you know, the wedding certificate is a contract. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you and I both know. <laughs> uh, it's infinite, right? <laughs> yeah. Forever. Oh man. Forever. Yeah. Interesting. It, we, are we going to disagree in job security wise, but I think, um, I think Jamar Chase is the better player through and through than Penny if, Sewell. If you were, this is slightly off topic, but uh, okay. if you were to rate your top five or coaches, you know, top five hot seats, who's your top five, like coaches in terms of their, uh, could be losing their yeah, job yeah. coming up. That's um, a terrible way to phrase that. No, I get it. <laughs> Good thing I'm not hosting a podcast. Who are the coaches in the hot, hot seat top five? Um, <laughs> there he is. The Bears coaching staff is on the hot seat. I agree. I would say the – Who is I tell the you other what, one? As we go through of? this, as, as we go through this, try to find four other ones that are – more so than okay. the Bengals. There was one that was top of mind. I, I just I slipped it slipped through the cracks. Um, we'll, we'll go through it and then we'll yeah. we'll discuss. But I, I would say the Bengals are probably on the the more hot seat than not. But overall, like I I don't think they're they're kind of in the middle for me personally. They're in like the the ten to fifteen in your book. Yeah, they're warm. They're warm. It's getting a little warm in Cincinnati. Okay, I'm seasonally really warm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> their, their next pick was Jackson Carmen, the guard out of Clemson. Uh, you think he's uh, going to play tackle or guard? Well, I guess online they have him listed at guard, so maybe they moved him inside. Uh, but I yeah, love taking. Go ahead. He played left tackle there, and I, I think that he will probably play guard for them just just because um, their two tackle positions are already 
their two strengths of their O-line, which is not a strength at all. The mm-hmm. interior three is, is really where the weakness is. Um, so I could see him bumping into guard because otherwise you're going to have to bump in a veteran. Yeah. At least they got some versatility. They definitely need some offensive line help. Having a player who can play left tackle, left guard, and even right tackle, I think that's that's great. Yep, I agree. Any 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 uh, protected Jesus himself, Trevor Lawrence, for years, and uh, he's standing up. He, I don't think he was on that Florida team protecting Tebow. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, Tebow's back. I can't wait to talk more about him. <laughs> Uh, their uh, third pick was uh, yeah, Joseph Asai. Uh, he was Osai? the edge rusher out of Texas. Uh, he's he's a undersized edge rusher. He's a speed speed they rusher. They, they had a run with defensive line. So they had Joseph Asai, Cameron Sample, and Tyler Shelvin, uh, two edge rushers, a defensive tackle. I I absolutely love when teams in the middle of the draft rounds three, four, five pound the line, offense, defensive line. That's what the Bengals did. This was really smart team building, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I, I like all, all three of those picks. I mean, and as just looking at them from one pick at a time, not in the grand scope of like, oh, they missed out on this player. I think, I think they're fine, and I, I like where they went in terms of value. Yeah. Tyler Shelvin is a big boy. Is like it? I can stop the run. Yeah, yeah. He's like 350. Just get him right in the middle. Yeah. Stop everything. It's like, he's tough to move. <laughs> and then Evan Pe- McPherson, who we talked about, kicker in the fifth round. What, what kind of scouting did you do on Evan? Bum. I watched a lot of film. Mm-hmm. And uh, what I can tell you is he, he's a good college kicker. He made and, apparently uh, I think, 149 I think... <laughs> out of 150 extra points. Yeah, but in college, that's like nothing. He did miss one. I wonder why he missed one. He yeah. is 51 of 60. It could have been blocked, though. It could have been a bad snap. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Five of eight from attempts over 50, or at least 50 yards. That's. I mean, that seems like an okay NFL kicker. Good. He's on the team. Fifth round. Sure, why not? Yeah. <laughs> Good, good for you. Good for you, Bengals. I don't know anyone else that drafted Trey Hill, center, Chris Evans. Uh, Chris Evans is, is probably the only one. Oh, and Wyatt uh, Hubbard as well. Chris Evans, running back out of Michigan. He he's decent value in the sixth round. He's he's a guy that will provide depth. I don't know if he's coming for you know, job. Super duper exciting. But yeah, man, Wyatt uh, Hubert out of uh, the the edge rusher out of Kansas State, he is built like a uh, Tyrannosaurus Rex. He's got some thick legs and really short arms. That's all I know about him. Oh, that's not good. You don't want that he's, with your defensive. He's line, a try hard right? guy. Um, he could be excellent on special teams. And in the seventh round this year, where uh, the NCAA was permitting seniors to come back to school, so there's a bunch of super seniors. So the draft was shallower than it's ever been across the board Mm -hmm. you're just essentially just throwing darts at the ball at the board in the seventh round so this is essentially an undrafted free agent in normal he is that's exactly right they just got first dibs at an undrafted free agent that's all it is well they got someone who try hards and who tries hard and i think Uh, um (laughs) i mean i like having those locker room guys get it get him in there he'll play special teams i'm sure he won't complain about that yeah 
No, I think if he didn't have like ridiculously short arms, he he would have gone in the fifth round. What was your um your favorite pick that by the Bengals? Um, Jamar Chase is the easy one, but I actually do like the Jackson Carmen pick in the second round. Mm-hmm. Those two are are great. They should be plug and play starters. Yeah, I think if you think like look at this team, they could have gone Penny Sewell in the first round, and then they would have to take a receiver in the second, and ended up with you know a handful of smaller receivers. I don't remember really seeing any um, like bigger outside receivers um, go in the early second. So I, I like this team building strategy going Jamar Chase and then going offensive lineman in the second round rather than the opposite. Yeah. I think it worked out for them too. Cause in the second round, I pick uh pick 14 in the second round. You're, you're not going to get anybody that even comes close to resembling Jamar Chase. And Oh yeah. I mean, Jackson Carmen, I mean, O lineman start. They, they could, could start. He could be, he could be great. We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> o linemen are hard to predict sometimes. My, my favorite, um, not pick of the draft, but like, Strategy, I guess, is what they did with Cameron Sample, Tyler Shelvin, and Deontay Smith um, going offensive line, defensive line in the third, fourth rounds. I thought that was smart, like I mentioned earlier, and, and their best choice. And then my grade for the, the Bengals, I would give it uh, an A because they took the receiver who they should have taken first, and then they attacked the line later in the draft, and then they took as we mentioned, some special teamers, some tryhards late in the draft. I This is exactly how I like to build my draft if I were a GM. I will, I can already tell I'm going to be a much stricter grader than you are. No, no, th- this is, I promise this is like one of the best drafts for me. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is in my top five. I do like this draft, um, but they took a kicker. There's more than 32 capable kickers out there in the yeah, world, but, and they drafted but, one. Yeah, and this is like fifth round. He's like an undrafted free agent. He's the probably the best kicker in college. He must be. Yeah, right? but you might have been able to trade that for a fifth rounder or a fourth rounder next year. And yeah, that would have been smart. I mean, true. It wasn't their only option. I'm not going to make so excuses for him. They took a kicker. It, mm. It's better than than some teams taking a long snapper, but uh, I don't know. I I do like the first two picks and the couple picks after it so i'm gonna give it a b okay and i will c will be my average uh, hopefully you've always been a more tough grader than i bob yeah let's move on to your browns i don't think you're gonna be giving them much of a tough grade <laughs> they went greg newsom in the first they sure did well, yeah what do you think northwestern um i think he's his biggest concern is injury he's been hurt quite a bit in college i don't think he's actually played a full season in college where he hasn't missed at least a game um but as far as body type athleticism skill he's he's pretty well-rounded i don't think he's elite anywhere he's he's a jack of all trades master of none type of guy Mm. he went to img academy in brayton in florida that's cool he's six one two at her i love cornerbacks that are that big yeah, I know who you love your big boys. Give give me the tall guys on the outside. Who do you um, tall and skinny? Give me those guys all day. Uh, when when the Browns are on the clock, what were you hoping for? Uh, was this in line with what you were hoping for, or is it who you would have gotten in the second round? 
I think there was, I had like a list of like five people who I'd be happy with and he was on it, but probably maybe, maybe third on it. I think mm-hmm. uh, I, even though he has character concerns, I, I, I did actually really want Christian Barmore. Um, oh. So he probably, Christian Barmore would have been the one where I was like, yes. But I, I, I know also him. said, uh, Greg Newsom, his, his name got called and I go, Whew. all right, all right. I like it. I like it. That, that was kind of how, how the reaction went. Nice. Very Slowly composed. talking myself into it. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good job, Browns. I like that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good job. And then um, help me with this, this name. Jeremiah uh, Owusu Koromoa. Dude, I've tried to say this over and over and over again. I butchered it last pod. I know. And then I just realized I should just shorten it and say J-O-K like you did. Yeah, or The Joker. That's that's his nickname. The Joker. Oh, I love that. The Joker. Yeah. This Joker. is my favorite. This is this this might be my favorite pick in the draft. Um he I agree. is he's incredible. He has the athleticism that you need in the modern day to be a, a good linebacker to play three downs. He was the best player on the Nordame Fighting Irish. He's had like a history of consistency. And to get a, a starting linebacker who the Browns desperately needed, in my opinion, in the second round, who I think is going to play right away, he's going to contribute. He might lead the team in fucking tackles. Sorry. I <laughs> love this pick for them. Um, they got a steal in the second round. A lot of people are saying this guy's like a top 15 pick, too. Why the hell did he fall? I'm I'm pumped for you guys. You got him. I he, took him uh, in a bunch of fancy leagues, but go ahead. <laughs> he uh yeah, I think as the draft was coming out, like either the day before or on draft day, he got medically red flagged, uh, heart condition, and most teams didn't have a chance to have him retested and get the results back, and so they didn't know he was literally a question mark in terms of medical, you know readiness would he even be able to play at all Amazing. um it ended up coming back his heart is perfectly fine so yeah, yeah. the browns got a false steal. alarm i sorry I guys if i was uh if i was him i mean he, i think he said he, he came out and said he grew up a browns fan so maybe he's not pissed but uh, you think he put also... the seed and was like hey by the way this is all fake yeah it's not real don't tell anyone don't tell <laughs> no, but he lost a lot of money because he probably would have gone in the first he did, round. Yeah. Considering uh there were a number of linebackers who did go in the first round and he likely would have been in that group. This is uh, shades so, yeah. of Lermy Tunzel for different reasons. Yeah, for, for much different reasons. <laughs> um yeah, I don't know. I, I do like the pick. I, I can remember even in our group chat, I text, I was like, man, I didn't want jok in the first round just because of positional value and then i said right after i go but he falls falls to us in the second i will be thrilled yeah i was more excited to get him in the second than i was to get uh greg newsom in the first i i liked him for you guys in the first but i know linebackers in the first are not ideal for the way that you like to structure teams um man this guy's so good I think yeah, he's he's, he's going to enhance your defense. He's already really good. Adding some depth with Greg Newsome. You guys have good corners already. You don't really need Greg Newsome, but you can never go wrong with enough corners, especially somebody who like Greg Newsome who has some injury concerns. And then um, JOK, the Joker in round two. 
I, I'll be honest, though, I don't like your next pick, Anthony Swartz. No, I I didn't like him Receiver at three at overall. Auburn, right? If we would have got him at like in the fifth round, I, I would have yeah. been I'd been like, yeah, that's a good pick. He's got speed and he's he's tall enough to play the outside. But to me, really, all that's that's all he offers right now is just speed, and he is really really fast. But mm-hmm. in the third round, I would have liked to seen us attack something else there. His frame fits what I like, six feet, 185, <laughs> and he's quick. But as most of you know by now, I'm a diehard fantasy football player, and I watched a lot of his film, and it was not impressive. Not not impressive enough to be at least on my draft board. Do you think, so to take him he, in the third round. Do you up? think if he played like at Clemson, you would feel different, though? Because the quarterback situation is drastically different. It was a, Who do they have, Bo Nix? Yeah, Bo Nix, who is essentially like a, I think he's a running going, back who just chucks up balls. Really quick, not to like deviate, I saw a um, quarterbacks coming into next year where they rank. Bo Nix was dead last <laughs> out of like a hundred, so that should like give you some sort of understanding of what Schwartz was dealing with. Um, Darius Slayton dealt with something very similar, although the quarterback was Jarrett Stidham, and we you know how he panned out. Uh, Anthony Schwartz, to me, though, if he was at Clemson, um, maybe a little bit better. But yeah. Clemson had kind of those guys, Colin Powell. I think that's not his name. Uh, Powell is somewhat <laughs> I know. similar. Uh, yeah, Powell. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, he is somewhat similar of a player. And I actually think I think later. I think he, he actually will play more like a tall Amari Rogers. But he's not going to have the shiftiness. In terms no, of agility, yeah, not route his. running, but he, as far as straight line speed, he's he kind be more of that. Schwartz reminds me of a little bit of like MVS for the Packers, but shorter. Mm. That's what that's, that's that's where I was like picking up when I was watching him. Anyway, yeah, yeah we don't yeah. really like that pick. <laughs> okay, bad pick. That was a bad yeah. pick. Moving on, James, James, James Hudson, Hudson, offensive lineman out of Cincinnati. Um, that's a that's a project. He's yeah. he's still new to the game. He hasn't been playing football that long, um, but that's just depth. Uh, I yeah. don't think he sees the field at all. And actually, my favorite pick uh, of the Browns draft. Really? Tommy Togiai. You know why? Togiai. Why? Because he went to Ohio State. Oh, God. <laughs> this has that's... happened, I think, like twice in my memory. Are Last you time, kidding? it was that's a second-round pick, Brian Rubisky, and it did not pan out well. <laughs> Who is Brian Rubisky? His, his dad's a, a coach in the NFL, a wide receiver coach, and uh, he's he went to Ohio State and was just okay. I think he was he was on the team the same time as like Brian Hartline, so he's like older. Okay, really old. So Tommy yeah, Togia, super old. He's like forty. Did, was he someone who stood out to you while watching Ohio State? He was. He's actually the strong. He was the strongest person on Ohio State's team in terms of like in the weight room. He's wow. He's, he's only three hundred pounds, so he's not super super big. How, but he'll he'll likely arms? bulk up short? and uh, bulk up. He'll he'll likely put on a little bit of weight and uh, probably play the nose. He played the nose for us. The one tech. I mean, yeah, I, I really liked it. We needed we needed D line depth, um, so I really like that pick. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Happy for you guys. You got Tommy Togiai. <laughs> I know I, that was actually the only person that we drafted that I told my wife about. <laughs> I was like, it happened, babe. 
And what was uh, Alyssa's response? And she goes, really? That's cool. Okay, cool. That's great. Wonderful. So what are we um, doing for dinner? Yeah. <laughs> and and dinner? Yeah. Is Tommy going to make us dinner or something? Um, <laughs> how, was, how was the rest of the draft? Tony Fields, linebacker. Uh, Tony Fields feels, he feels like uh, a special teamer. He's undersized okay. uh, linebacker. So he's kind of built for uh, today's NFL at the linebacker position. He'll play off ball. But uh, he's a guy. Actually, I feel like uh, Richard Lacunt the third, the safety out of Georgia. Ridiculous. They have very similar body types. Um, they're uh, the safety out of Georgia. Lacunt, he's he's more of a box safety. So he okay. If he plays, he'll be playing like that kind of up in the box. I'm hearing special he's not teams with him. Yeah, he feels like that same thing. And actually, Dimitri uh, Felton was was this the guy I told you about? I don't know. I told Gaines about it anyway. He's the wide receiver turned running back and now back to wide receiver. Uh, maybe like Travis Etienne. <laughs> a little different. Okay. Or maybe it is. Is it the same? I know he's got his practice in wide receiver, but yeah, he uh, he went to UCLA as a wide receiver and then their remember, running yeah, back room got completely devastated. He, mm. he's he like, I'll step decided, in. you know what? I'll play running back for a while. So he played running back there for the last two years. And then he went to the senior bowl and practice as a wide receiver. And they have him listed at wide out, but he's, he's just going to be one of those, those guys who helps out wherever he can. And love that. maybe he returns punts and kicks. Who knows? That sounds like Wyatt, Wyatt Hubert, who the Bengals <laughs> took late. He did I'm just not trying to help uh, the team. How can I help the team? He did not have a good uh, senior bowl. He tested That's out. Or not bad. senior bowl. Senior bowl was actually really good. Uh, no, his pro day. He tested oh. out like uh like a non-athlete well his versatility speaks otherwise yeah who was your favorite pick of the draft for the browns you said tommy togiai for personal reasons for selfish for selfish reasons um but no jok where we got him is is the best value i agree i think this was the best pick in the draft uh when looking even like the other picks um the entire draft when i was doing research he was he's the first one that stood out to me um, even over Christian Barmore, who's up there uh, in the second round with the Pat- Patriots. What a good pick for you guys, and what a good draft. How do you rate your Browns? B+. Plus. B+. Plus. Yeah. Are you going to give anybody an A? Yes, I will. Wow. Tonight, B actually. Plus? I'll, give, I'll give somebody an A tonight. Oh, interesting. Um, I really I think- like it. I don't know. I think there's only two people that we drafted that play immediately and contribute. And I don't know. One of them plays linebacker, a position that lately has, they just don't really do much. They all just do not grade out well because they are playing a position that the offenses are exploiting. And then corner is really tough for a rookie. So I don't know if any of them will be that good right away. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to give it an A again. (laughs) Uh, it would have been an A plus if they didn't draft Schwartz. I think they could to take in a guard or defensive line in the third round, but they made a little hiccup there and uh, bumps him from an A plus to an A for me. But good draft Browns. I think the, your off season for me is an A plus overall, considering free agency I, I'd and agree. stuff. I agree. But the draft continuing to move down the right path. The Browns are proving history wrong and doing the right thing. So I'm happy for you guys. That's Moving great. on to the Ravens, Rashard Bateman 
was their first selection at receiver, who I just love. But man, I hate for fantasy purposes that he went to Baltimore. Um, I, I can go on and on about Richard Baden, but I'll let you go really quick before I kind of talk about him. Well, come come back into the real world. I think okay, if here. you're a Ravens fan, <laughs> yeah, if you're a Ravens fan, that that's like the dream scenario that he fell to you at your first pick. Hands you didn't down. even need to trade up, trade up yeah, for him. You have got to be pumped. Like when you were going, all right, ideally this is how the draft plays out. Step one, Richard Bateman falls to us. Check. And then step two, it didn't really matter because you got step one. But like we were good. We are yeah, all set. That, you can't believe he fell to you. That's awesome. Uh, and you know, three no four wide receivers went ahead of him and and i think only three of them should so yeah bateman to me is is just a really really solid receiver who they desperately need they have no real outside threat they have mark andrews coming out of the tight end position who hogs up the middle of the field marquise brown who's a short receiver who again i don't like those types of receivers he's a speed guy he it's just somebody who's never really going to be that good of an outside receiver. You know, I think they should move into the slot personally. Richard Bateman's they're the perfect fit for what they already have and what they need. Uh, a bigger receiver who's good at route running, good at contested catches, good after the catch. He can do it all. He just doesn't do every, anything that great. Um, what a this was this was a really really good pick, and the Ravens should be very very happy to get him this late. Jason Oway, the edge out of Penn State, was the next pick they had. And for me, this guy already feels like a pro bowler. Like the Ravens just pump out these incredible defensive line edge rushers, like outside linebacker edge rushers as well. And he's just going to squeeze right in, and we're going to hear about this guy and think he's been in the league for four years. But he's a rookie, and I think he's going to be an all-star right away. Uh, yeah, he's, he's extremely physically gifted. He's got the body type, um, you know, six five around two fifty five, I think. Yeah, six six two forty. Oh, okay, a little different than what I thought. But as far as his testing, he tested off the charts. Um, he's he's a little bit of a project in terms of pass rush moves, but the Ravens blitz just about as much as anyone them and the Steelers. So he's going to get one on ones and free free goes at the quarterback and. He will get there very quick. So, this yeah. was the pick they got for tr- the trade they made, right? When they got yeah. rid of their right tackle, who I'm blanking yeah. on the name. Uh, Brown. Um, Trent Brown Jr. Trent Brown. Is that right? Yeah. No, that's not right. Not Trent. Let's, uh, look let's get it right. I'm looking look it, it up, up right now. It's a Orlando Brown Jr. Orlando. Yes, yeah, so they got they traded Orlando Brown to the Chiefs. Got the Chiefs' 31st pick. Took Jason away who actually wants to go by uh, Odif Oway. That's his real name. His yeah, I, heard, his I, name. I heard about that. So that's <laughs> I, I heard us. rumors Sorry. about that on the, on the, on the dark web. Sorry, Odif. Or yeah. Odif. Um, good pick though. Love this pick for them. Uh, I think it, they, they, they made out in that whole trade, especially because this guy's, in my opinion, is probably going to start right away and contribute. And then uh, Ben Cleveland, a guard, and what the third round? Yeah, and then third Brandon rounder. Stevens corner. Anything to talk about it with those two guys? I don't really know them to be honest. Uh, ben Cleveland's a solid guard. 
um, he could step in and start right away. I and actually the Ravens need O line help, so I, I like that pick a lot. Um, Brandon Stevens, I, I don't know much about. I'm not gonna. Okay. I'm not gonna bullshit you. Uh, Tylen Wallace, Wallace was another. Pick. That was the pick I liked. We I think we touched on that when we did the the fantasy football draft. I was like, I, I like him more than you do. I like Tylen Wallace a lot. He was high on my board pre-draft and him falling this late he's not as much but he's a really good receiver and he's a solid receiver Mm -hmm. he kind of reminds me a little bit of willie sneed uh, like a better version of willie sneed who they had um, but he's also younger and i think he's he has potential to be like the third best receiver in this offense if he's on the outside they move marquise in which again i don't know if they're going to do that but that's certainly a possibility getting two starting outside receivers is coming out of the draft with the receiver need and then potentially getting two like that really, really good. Yeah. Um, where do you have Des Bryant on the depth chart? Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Des, he's a locker room guy. Yeah, you he's, want to he's talk a locker about room gym rally guy. in the troops. Uh-huh. He's your guy. Um he caught it by the way. And mm. <laughs> I, I uh yeah, they they had going into the draft, in my opinion, three big needs. Wide receiver was one of them. Um, but I actually think the two biggest needs was O-line and edge rusher. Really? Yeah, I thought so. I, I mean, I think the Ravens think are one of the like two or receiver. three. You thought so? I think, yeah. I thought they were like one of the two or three offenses in the league that still – revolves around the running game so oh yeah they do they needed a receiver but i actually think the o-line would help get that offense taken more than the receiver yeah we're we're gonna see how lamar jackson's arm really is because to be honest his receiving core has been one of the worst so not to say these guys will contribute right away but at least to have tylen wallace and richard bateman really good uh proven college receiver step in it'll give us some sort of a gauge on Lamar Jackson's arm talent. Cause we, we know for certain he's a good runner. Um, Sean Wade out of the cornerback out of Ohio state. I love <laughs> this pick for them. Did I say his name wrong? Is that what you're laughing? No, I'm laughing because okay. the, the freaking Ravens always draft Ohio state players. So no, is he good? Like you're Ohio state fan. What do you, um, why do you I fall? Think, I think I, this guy was good at, for Ohio state. He was decided he to come back. If he came out the year before, he probably would have been like an early second rounder. Oh, he chewed over to it. But he, he had the roughest season for any Ohio State player. He got he got torched on multiple occasions. He played the slot for us uh, the year prior. Um, mm-hmm. And then he bumped outside all of last year, and it, it, it didn't suit him. I actually think he's going to be one of those like safety nickelback kind of hybrid guys. He's he's not going to be somebody you want to put out on an island on the outside. He he doesn't have it. Really? Yeah. Do we know if he had COVID at all last year? Is that why he struggled? A lot of people had, like just struggled, struggled last year because he struggled all up and down the schedule. I don't oh, know no. if he had COVID for a year or not, but it, it wasn't Cam's it excuse. wasn't a good year. I I like him. I've I've listened to him a couple times on interviews because. That's what I like to do in my free time is watch Ohio State players in, in interviews. But yeah, he 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 had a terrible terrible year. I'm laughing at you, not with you. I um, Dalen yeah, Hayes, I Edge, and then Ben Mason, fullback. 
we don't have to talk about those because we do got to push on here. But who is your favorite pick of for, for the Ravens? Rashard Bateman. Yeah, mine was uh, Wade, actually. I really? like this pick a lot. Yeah, I did. He's one of my favorite picks in the draft. I was like, <laughs> to get that kind of value that late at corner, I think is good. If he can play even five games for them next year, my God, that'd be good. Good yeah. value that late. Yeah, I, 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 I agree. In the fifth round in this draft, that it's it's worth taking a swing at. Yeah. What's the grade for the Ravens? Um, I like the trade they made a lot to get the extra second rounder, especially if uh, Orlando Brown wasn't going to play with you. So I'm, I'm factoring that you in. You mean extra think, first? Yeah, extra first rounder, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm factoring that in. Uh, it's, it's a B. It's above average. Above average, I'm giving it a B plus as well. I know you all AA, B plus. Where's my first C? And it's going to be coming up here shortly because the Steelers <laughs> yeah. are up. The Steelers are up and they took Najee Harris running back out of Alabama, who I love the player. I think he's a he's a well-rounded back, but unless you disagree, Bob, I think we're on the same page here. You don't take a running back in the first round. I don't care who it is. Yeah. It's not a good way and to build a team. They did. And not only did they take a running back in the first round, they took in one of the worst tight end drafts in a long time. Aside from the generational talent of Kyle Pitts, they took Pat Firemuth. Am I, did Friar, I mispronounce it? Friermuth. Friermuth, yeah. tight end at a Penn State, who's a good tight end. They needed a tight end. But in the second round, hated both those picks. They needed yeah. offensive line. What are they doing? I, I don't know. I actually, I like their third round pick. Uh, who Kendrick They finally Green. went O-line. Yeah, Kendrick Green out of Illinois. He had, a, he had an eh, start to the season, but the second half of the season, he, he really turned it up and looked like a guy who should have been drafted third or second round. So I like that pick. It's got some upside. And they need interior. Najee Harris in the first, though, you're just like, uh, what, are you, what are you doing? Yeah, he's going to contribute. I mean, he's going to be, he's going to be good. I think, do you think they did this because A, they needed a running back, but B, Roethlisberger's in his final year and pushing the chips in? Maybe. I mean, you usually do that with a team that, like you go, yeah, they, we, we don't have any holes. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is all we need, and it's going to get us over the hump. But mm-hmm. that's not the case with them. That's what the Chiefs did last year. Yeah, and it was a mistake. They could They're, afford. It was a mistake right. then, too. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't love it. I don't love either mm-hmm. of these picks for them. Kendrick Green, like the pick. Dan Moore Jr., offensive tackle in the fourth round, like the pick as well. Buddy Johnson, linebacker in the fourth, and then Isaiah Loudermilk, edge. If there's like any Steeler player with a perfect last name, this is it, Loudermilk. Loudermilk. Sign him up. The minute this guy put his name in to be in the draft, he was going to the Steelers, in my opinion. Uh, Loudermilk? You don't think that's a Packer? Oh, shoot. Good point. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he, he belonged up north. We know that much. Yeah. Yeah. And then Quincy Roche, Roche. the edge. Roche. Yeah. God, that's I'm actually worse. Him and Trey Norwood are actually probably my favorite. Him, those two, and then Kendrick Green. Those are my favorite three picks by them. I know really? Steve's going to so be pounding about... the table at the two Texas, uh, Texas A&M guys, but I, I don't really know much. Talk about why you like those picks. 
Um, well, I already mentioned the Kendrick Green. Yeah. Um, and it's finally them striking, in my opinion, the biggest need to help the run game. Mm-hmm. Um, Quincy Roche in the sixth round, he's an underside speed guy uh, out of Miami, Florida. Um, and, and I just think he can, he's a little undersized, but he's somebody who could develop. He's got some traits, a little small, but, um, if you're running the three, four, he's going to be playing the, you know, standing up Ed or outside linebacker blitzing off the edge. I I think it's perfect fit for him. Um, and he's going to get opposite of, uh, drawing a blank MVP candidate. Oh, JJ, or thank you, TJ Watt. Yeah, thank you. He's going to be opposite TJ Watt, so he's he's never going to be doubled. Oftentimes, he may not even be covered at all. Do they they sell Bud Dupree? Do we know? I think they do. I think they sell Bud Dupree. No, I think he's gone. I'm pretty sure he he went to Tennessee. Oh, he's a Titan. Yep. Um, and then Trey Norwood, he's undersized, but uh, they lost their nickel corner. And so I think he is someone who they project maybe filling that role. But in the seventh round to throw a dart at somebody, I actually liked him. Corner Small corner, but Oklahoma. but I liked him. How do you – um? so your favorite pick was Kendrick Green for the Steelers? I'd say Quincy Roche, actually, if okay. I had to pick one of those three for where take they Kendrick got him. Green. Because that's what they needed. They needed guard. I think they sure took a one in the first round, personally. And then um, I'm giving the Steelers a C minus. I don't like a lot of this draft. I don't like what they did in the first two picks. Um, they did take some line in the the middle of the round, but they took linebacker as well, which I don't like. So I don't really love the draft for them. C minus. Uh, it's a it's a D for me. A D. Yeah, that's your first like D. I don't think we're gonna get in the D's again. That might, I think that's your worst draft. I don't know. Do you, I, I think there will be a, there might be an F. I might flunk someone. Okay. I <laughs> I actually don't. I don't. Other than taking a running back in the first round, they had a lot of picks, and I don't know. I don't hate all of them. There was three picks I highlighted that I liked. So even though the biggest ones earlier on, I didn't. Okay. Um, that's the AFC North. Anything else to discuss on that before we move on to the NFC North? Uh, I think we're good. Let's move on. Wait, wait, wait. Who, who's your favorite pick of of the North? Of the whole North? Of the whole North. Is it Joker? Is it the Joker? Yeah, I'm going to have to go with somebody on the Browns. I, mm. I instantly, as soon as all these other guys were drafted for other teams, I am now rooting against them. Yeah. Other Especially than Sean Sean Wade, because he's a fuck guy. He's he's neutral. No, if Anthony Schwartz torched him, you'd be happy. Yeah, yeah, I would. But that's why he's neutral. I don't root for him. I just don't root against him. He's he's neutral. He's Switzerland out there. So two jokers for the for the Yeah, I, I'd go joke. The joke. Jeremiah Owusu Koromoa. Amazing. Moving on to the NFC North. The Chicago Bears. Traded up and got their guy, Justin Fields, quarterback, Ohio State. We're going to talk about Ohio State a lot today, obviously. (laughs) But Justin Fields, to get him in the 11th pick, who I thought he was going to go third. And I think Bears fans, I know a few that were just like, okay, this is what's going to happen. We had our buddy Rick on the pod who was down in the dumps because they had all this 
hope of getting Russell Wilson. That didn't come true. Then they signed Andy Dalton, and then they're just like, whatever. We want offensive line. Screw the quarterback. We're never going to get a quarterback. Well, guess what? You got one. You got Justin Fields, in my opinion, the second-best quarterback in the draft with the 11th pick. What a steal. The Patriots should have done this. I was screaming at the Patriots to do this in the draft. They did not do it. They took Mac Jones, who we'll get to. Justin Fields is a great pick for the Bears. Oh, my gosh. I can't stop talking about him. And I'm sure you can either. He was an Ohio State guy. Yeah. Uh, I think this is my favorite individual pick of the entire draft. Do you see his interviews? He does. He has this, he has this mean mug, like, 10 teams pass on me. Noted. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. The Bears are... I must be so thrilled. I keep sending yeah. this propaganda to my buddy Rick because <laughs> so sorry. I think propaganda, I love it. <laughs> well, they keep I follow all these like Barstool Chicago posts and they're like, Justin Fields did this, did this. And I'm like, this guy's phenomenal. Like, I'm so happy for the Bears to get a finally a good quarterback. And of course I move out of the city where I can't watch him, but wow, what a good pick. Can't watch him. What do you mean you can't watch in person? Him? In oh, person. okay. All right. Fair enough. I'd go to a game for sure to watch him, but I can't now. Oh, man. This actually reminds me of uh, Jordan's bachelor party. We went to uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and it was rookie on rookie. Jameis Winston uh, played Marcus Mariota. Their very first games, they played each other. Oh, that's incredible. How great would it be if you moved back to Florida and Jacksonville's first game was against the Bears? <gasps> Is it happening? Do we I know have no idea. I, I, okay. have, I didn't even look at the schedule, but that would I'm be the it. scenario where I'd be like, I have to go see that game. Hey, Bob, you, you like the Ohio State Buckeyes. Talk to me about Justin Fields and where he ranks the hierarchy of, of quarterbacks that the Buckeyes have had. He's, he's definitely... He's not the best runner we've ever had. He's who, up who, who there. Who do you think was the best runner? In terms of just pure rushing ability braxton miller okay and then probably terrell Pryor. and then uh who, was, who ended up jt, decent JT barrett was actually probably a better runner because he ran with power um i actually think justin fields is faster than uh, some of those guys but as far as a runner he didn't he didn't play like braxton miller did where he just Braxton Miller just played like he was going to run the ball and hope hope he brought mm-hmm. five guys because that's how many people it's going to take. I'm going to juke them all out of their shoes. Um, but he is really fast and he's he's smart enough into the pocket to know when to tuck it. I feel like he he kind of plays like more like Russell Wilson in terms of running. He runs when it's obvious he should and not so to yeah. just because he doesn't know what to do with the ball passing it. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I think when I was scouting him originally, I, I told you, or maybe offline or on the pod, that he um, he scrambles to buy more time, similar yeah. to Russell Wilson. Yeah. Rather than scrambling to, to pick up yards, he will scramble to get receivers open. Yeah. And, um, like, that, that kind of attribute as a quarterback, especially a young quarterback, is, is really good. He has some criticism for holding onto the ball too long, not being able to read the defense. I think all that's scheme-based. I think he's going to thrive under um this this offense personally i actually think um if you if you're given an upside like best case scenario 
Russell Wilson would be a decent comp because both of them get sacked too much. You hear that, Bears? You got Russell Wilson. Yeah, you younger. got him. Uh, but I think I think he'll be able to eventually develop that skill to get the ball out early because he doesn't have the deficit of being you know five ten and a half. He's yeah, you know six three or whatever near he's it. Strong. If yeah, he's, he's tough to tackle. He's he's not a weakling. Um, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, I love the pick. That's my favorite pick in the whole draft. So, me too. Me too. And then Tevin Jenkins in the second round, who, when we had Rick on to do the Bears pick, he had them picking Tevin Jenkins in the first round because they that he no no idea that they were going to be able to trade up and get a generational yeah. quarterback. Oh, and they got him in the second that. round. That's why Rick got a half of half a star in the uh, yeah. the giveaway. I mean. To get a guy like that in the second round, this is shades of Joker for the Browns. Um, the Bears just crushed it with their first two picks. And quite frankly, they could have left the draft room and still would have gotten an A for me. But they still had some picks left over. Um, Tevin Jenkins is a great offensive tackle. He's one of the – wasn't he like one of the top five tackles in the draft? I think I had him as my my third favorite tackle. Or no, excuse me, fourth fourth favorite tackle. And to get him um, in round was, two. He was uh, obviously behind Penny Sewell, Slater, uh, Darisol, and then I had Tevin Jenkins as fourth. Really quick, just sidetracked. Um, the, the Bears are playing in Tampa in October. So Ooh. possibly. Ooh. Yeah, but it's not the rookie to rookie combo that no, it's different. It's the, it's the rookie to the um to the yeah. goat. Yeah, to the goat. Tevin Jenkins, by the way, is getting annoyed because people keep posting these pictures of him when he looked really dorky. <laughs> it's kind of funny. He's like, stop posting dorky photos of me, bro. <laughs> That's what I say when anybody posts any photo of me. <laughs> you don't don't sell yourself short. You have a good <laughs> smile. Oh, thanks. Thanks. You have a good smile. I got one yeah. good quality, and it's not my smile, Hoover. All right. I can't believe you <laughs> wouldn't even mention my lips. <laughs> <laughs> that's got to be from a movie i'm just playing no, it's, it's a movie uh, i challenge from somebody to find that in a movie um meet the parents that sounds like meet the fuckers or something so the tevin jenkins <laughs> pick um mm-hmm. i do love it and i think it is an improvement right away he's going to come in and start and justin fields that's going to help him out protections what he needs he already holds on to the ball too long i i wish I wish they didn't have to trade up for Fields and then trade up again for Jenkins because I feel like that's going to hurt them and t- as far as team building moving forward. But mm-hmm. those those two players, as long as they hit, as long as neither one of them is a bust, then it, it's it's good. But if one of them is a, is a whiff, that's going to sting pretty bad because you traded up and you got rid of other swings at the bat, you know, this year and next year. Well, we talked about Coaches on the coaching staff on the, yeah. on the hot seat. Matt Nagy is, in my opinion, the top. Yeah, I think coach he's on the hot he's, seat. So his, he said, his seat's uh, starting to boil over a little bit. He said, screw it. We're pushing our chips in. We're getting our guys. Who cares about the future? Who cares about later in the draft? And I like what they did. I, I don't really think we need to talk about any of these late picks unless there's any that stand out to you. Um, I like the Herbert pick, uh, running back out of Virginia Tech. I, li- I actually really like the Daz Newsom pick. I think I think the Bears could use some upgrade at wide out, and he's somebody who 
I don't know. He could be mm-hmm. a deep threat for them. I don't mind Darnell it. Moody's Other than good. that, people are sleeping on Darnell. Yeah. Yeah, he's good. He's going to get some targets. He's a good receiver. And then they re-signed Allen Robinson. But Daz, well, I, I would who agree. knows? Yeah. I agree. Who could Daz um, Newsom could be the third guy there. He could be the third could guy. Be, hey, could be the fourth guy. Who knows? He's it's a good the, pick he's for the new Newsom. Yeah. Nailed it. <laughs> um, yeah, so this is the best pick in the draft. I, I don't know if they had the best overall draft in the draft, but I'm giving this this is an A. Me too, an A. Yeah. It was an A plus for me because, um, I mean, they, they didn't take someone like Sean Wade in the fifth when I would that would have for me but in like an A plus. But Justin Fields is my favorite pick in the draft, um, and I think again, like I said, A. Hey, good job, Bears. Well, the Lions. Penny Sewell, who they let slid to him. They must have been jumping up in their seats, just incredibly happy to get Penny Sewell. Yeah, they. I don't know if you were if you were watching the draft and saw their war room. They were real excited about it. I don't blame them. They should have taken Justin Fields, in my opinion. They must really like golf. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing because it's a, it's a little little bit of a mystery. They could have took a quarterback there, and, and I would have liked the draft more. But I also think for them, wide receiver was a colossal need. And they yeah. could have taken a wide receiver there. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I love Penny Sewell, and he's a blue chipper to me. But – and, and I know you should take the best player on the board, and he was at pick seven. But, man, oh, man, did they go into the draft with a huge need at wide receiver. Yeah, they were I, – I think in reality they probably hoped Chase would have fallen and Sewell would have went. Yeah, but Chase, Chase would have gone six had he not have gone five. So I don't think True. there was a scenario where the Lions were – we're getting Jamar Chase. So. Well, they got Sewell, and they're they're going to be pounding the rock. So that's a good pick for them. Help me with this next name, Levi Onwuzurike. He's the uh, defensive tackle out of Washington. Um, he's he's a little bit of an undersized DT as far as an interior on a four three um, listed at two ninety. So he's going to play the three tech. Um, he's he needs to get after the quarterback. I. I believe he's the Washington player who sat out all of last year, um, but he showed up at the senior bowl and I, I thought he just looked okay. So taking him this early in the second, I think is the a little Pac-10 rich. didn't really like come back though. It was like a fake, fake season. It was the worst attempt at coming back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I think this was rich for him, but I know a lot of people really liked his tape from, you know, 2019. Yeah, but I actually liked their next defensive tackle, Aleem McNeil. Yeah, Aleem McNeil. Aleem. Uh, he was he was my second favorite D tackle in the class, and I he was somebody I really wanted the Browns to get. Obviously, we we went Tommy Togiai, who I don't have rated as high as Aleem McNeil, but he's a Buckeye, so eh, I'll take it. Why do you I, like yeah. Aleem? Aleem McNeil, he went to North Carolina State. So he's an NC State. Uh, I don't know if he graduated, but I'm going to call him a grad. Uh, alum, I don't know. 
There it is. He he's a he's a, a blue more. chipper though. Uh, he is a five star prospect coming out of high school. Uh, he had he had offers to go anywhere he wanted to, um, and he stayed. But home? he decided to stay home, and so so he stayed home. See, man, he uh, wasn't playing for the Panthers. He's like, what's this Detroit? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he's 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 an athlete. He played really big at a. Uh, NC State, I think he was listed somewhere around like 360. Um, and he he's already slimmed down, I think, 30 pounds or so. And uh I, I think I think he played pretty athletic for for even listed at that size. So slimming him down, he could actually provide some pass rush upside, knowing mm-hmm. for a fact he's going to be able to stop the run already. So I, I liked him a lot. And then the, their next pick, if you <laughs> can say this name, say it one more time. Efitu Melifanu. How many times did you practice that? Be honest. I, I didn't practice that at all, actually. I, oh, my God. I hate you. You're so full No, I, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts about this stuff. So uh, is this recycled material? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well. You would have. Yeah. Where, where, where did he play college? Uh, he's he's a cornerback out of Syracuse. You may remember his uh brother oh, yeah, was yeah. the safety who came out of UConn and lit the combine on fire. He's equally as gifted as an athlete, um, but is going to be playing cornerback, which is where his brother they tried to move him in the NFL and it just never worked out. So he's already got some experience. He's long, lengthy guy. I think he's like six three. So oh, I like he's, that. He's uh, going to be kind of prototypical. In I just up a they love bit. those la- that length, those tall boys with length. Mm. And then speaking <laughs> of tall boys, mm-hmm. uh, not the drink, but my one of my favorite picks in the draft. I'm on Ray Say Brown, who the Lions got in the fourth round, an absolute steal. This guy is a third round, second round talent, in my opinion. To get him in the fourth round is is incredible, especially when the Lions needed a receiver. Like to not blink and take a third a receiver in the third round and get a Liam and whoever the hell you just mentioned is <laughs> a is a fee too. Incredible. Uh he, he's gonna be a starter out of the gates. He has potentials for a thousand yard season, and he can he's he's similar to Richard Bateman, uh, in that he can do it all, but he does everything at like an average pace when Richard Bateman does things at a good to great pace. Yeah. So I love this pick for them. That that family, the St. Brown family, is ridiculous. I know. Like the way that they're set up. Could you imagine their rec team back in the day or their AU team? (laughs) Yeah, I I can imagine. It'd be that would be nuts. (laughs) That one, uh, you they, and your brother had something similar. You guys, I guess, never really played we together. Were, there but. was a little bit too much age gap for us to ever really play rack together, though. But those backyard games. Ooh, yeah. People were all the kids, that. Did all the kids in the you? neighborhood. Got the Marsh Twins. Marsh and, Twins uh, were there. Mark Mark Jones had the Shelton boys. Shout out. Ben, this is a couple shout outs for yeah. Ben Gross, Jason Warren. Hope everything's going well, boys. Deforce <laughs> lawn gnomes represent. <laughs> it, that oh, is a uh, Amon Amon Ra, by the way. That's a uh, Egyptian. That they're okay. they like named all their kids after gods. Amon Ra is a Egyptian god. 
I don't know if I like that. It's a little. It's yeah. It's it's a it's a unique that's family. Weird. That's weird. And then they put it through like this rigorous training at the age of probably like four to get them to be these NFL players. So maybe it paid off. Maybe it didn't. We'll see. Like to pick though. Anything to talk about with Derek Barnes or Jameer Jefferson? Jameer Jefferson, by the way, is a good player. Who to go this league? I, I don't know why he was a good player. I scouted him. And he was one of my top six, seven running backs in the draft. So I'm surprised he went that late. There must be some things that I don't know. Yeah, there's probably a character or something. Red flag. Uh, favorite yeah, pick for the Lions? No, I got, I got nothing on that. Um, favorite pick for them, Aleem McNeil. <clears throat> okay, mine was St. Brown. I'm on Ray, St. <laughs> Brown. <laughs> Nailed it. Ta-da. Yeah, he's my uh, favorite what's your, pick. What's your grade them. on that, by the way? Uh, I give the Lions a B minus. Yeah, I think they sure took over Justin Fields with their first pick. Personally, um, did not dress a receiver until round four. Although they did get a good one, I think is a mistake. They went two defensive tackles in a quarter. Yeah, yeah. Um, I probably am. I'm gonna give them a B, but I think if they were drafting later in the draft and didn't get like Penisul, uh, I they wouldn't have earned that. They got lucky. Yeah. I don't I don't really like the uh Levi on Wuzarike pick. I do like the Amon Amon Ross St. Brown though. Uh especially yeah, in the I fourth. Like I think that's great value there. Great I like value. his upside. And I great I could value. see him seeing the field for Detroit. I trust me he will <laughs> because nobody <laughs> else is there. He will. Yeah, He's gonna get yeah. targets. He's gonna be a target monster. Uh, moving on to the Packers, Eric Stokes corner out of Georgia. This was um, w- w- one of the first eye raisers of the, the draft after the Raiders. What do you, you say? You mean eyebrow raisers? What? <laughs> you said <laughs> eye raisers. <laughs> oh, we're leaving that in. Yeah. If, no, we'll like I never butcher those. Up. I mean, yeah. I'm notorious <laughs> for it. Let's be honest. <laughs> Oh yeah, uh, Eric Stokes, corner out of Georgia. Uh, they they had two corner prospects coming out of Georgia that both of them are physical freaks, athletically mm-hmm. extremely gifted. Georgia, uh, they they allowed their corners to play really physical, and uh, we'll, we'll see how the transition to the NFL with them getting flagged with the same type of physicality they played in Georgia right, right. pans out. That's that's my one concern. I think in terms of size and physical gifts, he's he's got it all there. Um, tech, technique's fine. I don't know. I, I feel like this is a, a reach and like um, an overreaction to what happened in the playoffs where Kevin King got beat and they're like, we have to get corner. I don't care who it is. Just get a corner to fill that spot. And I don't love the, the pick. I don't like this draft personally for the Packers, and I hate to say that because obviously gains. Um, yeah, I just there's there's we're gonna go down the list here, and there's not a lot of people I like. Um, Josh Myers, who you probably know, uh, center. <laughs> yeah, Ohio State. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I'm familiar with him. Um, a lot of he people had out him. Yeah, a lot of people had him lower on draft boards than Wyatt Davis. Uh, who was the guard, our right guard. But I actually think this last year, Josh Myers played more consistent. Um, 
So why it was taken in the third round, by the way. We'll we'll discuss him shortly. Yeah, I think I think second round, again, both with Eric Stokes and Josh Myers, if you're if you're going based off a consensus board, both of them are reaches. Um and so me not being in a war room, uh, I, I go, wow, they kind of they kind of reached a little bit. Not not mm-hmm. as bad as the Raiders do, but yeah, they're, they're they they seem reaches, but but I think they fill needs. Um, I, I do have a question. If if you think that uh, cornerback was a reactionary pick, where would you have gone at that spot for them? I would have liked them to take a receiver. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't remember who's on the board. I can I can look. Yeah, there wasn't really. I didn't really think there was any that anything spectacular that fell. Let me, um, let me oh, look, who, let me who's look. the Jets guy? The guy that went to the Jets at the top of the second. Elijah uh, Moore. Yeah, Elijah Moore would have been the guy. Who you could you could argue who they took uh, their third pick. Who I'll I'll just touch it now. Amari Rogers, wide receiver out of Clemson. They're probably going to fill a similar role, so they could have gone there. I don't like Amari Rogers. Really, I I like him. No, I've watched. Yeah, I know. Every yeah. Clemson game over and do, over and over. He again. didn't do much this last year at Clemson. I he didn't really do much in the previous years. They had Justin Ross, they had T. Higgins, who they're both outside receivers. Uh you have uh, Amari Rogers who's gonna play in the slot, and he does a lot of like reverse sweeps, shuffle passes, those types of things. And he's a big guy. Like he's he's shorter, but he's strong. And he reminds me so much of Ty Montgomery in yeah. a way where he can go in the backfield. He can make plays after the catch, but for me, he's just like, he's a gadget guy and he never really, he's not like a gadget guy where he's good, that good after the yards after the catch, like Rondell Moore, like LaVishka Chenault, who we saw last year, like Elijah Moore, Amari Rogers is a gadget guy whose ceiling is sort of like Ty Montgomery. In the third round, getting Ty Montgomery is not terrible, though. I guess you could just get someone like that in free agency for cheap. I don't like wasting <laughs> third-round picks on receivers who, like, if they would, if they would have taken Amon Ray Brown, that there, great pick. That would have been really good for them. But they took Amari Rogers, who's a gadget guy, and I don't like. I don't like this pick. I, I think Amari Rogers has more potential than you're giving him credit for. Um, but maybe you watched a lot so. more. You watched a lot more film on him than I did. So <clears throat> we'll we'll leave that at that. But yeah, I think Josh Myers is gonna probably plug and play at center. Eric Stokes, corner's so tough for a rookie to come in and perform. Maybe, maybe I'm also reacting to last year's uh, rookie corner class that with the COVID season and not really mm-hmm. getting an off season and training camps and preseason. They just, the corners last year, the rookies, I mean, were awful. None of them were really good. Yeah. None of them. Even um, the guy that went to Detroit. Oh yeah. Gosh. I don't want to talk about that. That's another Buckeye. <laughs> oh, we'll yeah. yeah God. That was a bad year for him. Um. What about these next couple picks? You got anything exciting about them? The next couple picks, um, nothing. They took guard, defensive tackle, corner, guard. Like that they attacked the line. I, I know I'm beating the dead horse here, but um, 
I like those types of moves in the middle of the rounds. Uh, Kylan Hill, running back, I like a lot. He was he was one of my favorite running backs in the draft out of uh, Mississippi State. He's a hard, hard runner, um, but they don't need him. Like he's going to be a special teamer for now. He's not he's not a gadget guy who's going to make plays in the passing game. Uh, so not really ideal spot for him personally, but I really like this type of a, a player overall. Yeah, the the guard they took in uh, the sixth round, he's out of Wisconsin, so he might be a pro bowler. That's true. He might They're just him out. start right away and be really, really good. <laughs> no, nah, he's probably going to be a depth guy. My my favorite pick of the the later ones, actually, the Shamar Jean Charles, the cornerback app out of App State. I, I watched a little bit on him. He was at the Senior Bowl, I believe. Maybe, I'm, maybe I'm mistaken him for somebody else, but um, yeah, I liked him. He's 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 gritty. Okay, I'm go- I'm going back really quickly to backtrack. If they were taking Rondell Moore in the first pick, I would have loved that for them. That would have been. You don't think he's gadgety? Re- he is, but he's really good um, after the catch, unlike Amari Rogers. Or if they would have took Terrace Marshall, who the Panthers took in round two, Terrace Marshall there would have been damn good. He would have. He could he could have been on the outside. He can also play slot. Both those picks would have been better than what they did, and they could have attacked corner in the second round, and got, you know, a few guys there or stuck with their center. They could have got Sean Wade in the fifth. There you go. <laughs> um, I, Wade. I don't hate the order they address their needs. Um, some of the some of the picks were reaches, so I'm like, I'm hesitant on it. I don't know. Yeah. What What are you grading it? Um, C minus. There's not one pick I like. I'll be honest. Yeah, I Kylan think, Hill I like as a player. Not I for think them. This is this is C minus for me too. I hate to say it. I sound like like I'm not getting joy to this. Trust me. I, I want them to have a killer draft. Um, well, we I just lost a subscriber. <laughs> no, we did it. Uh, <laughs> The Minnesota Vikings, Christian Derisaw. They must be thrilled. Gino Jordan, he came fired up on the community pod. And he was like, Doge, buy Doge, which we did, or I did. Buy Doge, buy Doge, and take it, take any offensive line. And they traded back, right? They traded back and they got Christian Derisaw. They sure did. Yeah, they traded back um, with the Jets, which is actually the Jets. That's one of the worst trades in the draft, I think. Oh, no. That trade up for a guard when the Vikings traded back and then addressed a a more important need with an equally, I think, talented player. I think they got a tackle. The Jets got a guard. Wait, did you really quick? We have to to touch on this. So the Jets trade up for Elijah Vera Tucker. Yeah. And they traded up ahead of the Patriots. Right, because they trade up for the 14th pick. The Patriots were at the 15th spot. Apparently, the Patriots were going to take Elijah Barry Tucker over Mac Jones. So the Jets traded up right before to take him. Did you know that? I didn't know that, but that seems like a uh, huge warning. Uh, Mac Jones probably not going to be that good. Ringing endorsement for Mac Jones. He was second on their board <laughs> to a guard. Oh. Yeah, a lot of confidence. Dumb. 
I'm pinching the uh, gap between my eyes on my nose right now. But good for the Vikings to trade back and get a, a really good tackle. No, they, they need maneuvered. help on offensive line. We we knew that. I love that. That was that was my favorite trade. They they moved back, a, uh, what nine spots in the first round, which is a lot. Yeah. Uh, but they got two third round picks in return, which steal. That, that's three players in exchange for a guard. <laughs> and they might have got the better offensive like lineman. Yeah. Uh, Arguably. No, I, yeah. I love it. Go Vikings. Playing yeah. playing the, the the Jets who continue to make questionable moves. The Jets could have given the Pats Elijah Vera Tucker and I don't know if that would have been better or worse for the Patriots. Well, I guess we'll see. But um Kellen Maud, the next pick, quarterback out of Texas AM, who has like those those Jalen Hurts kind of vibes. Maybe people are like, oh, could he be our next? Next guy, he's a little bit of a project. I like Mod, but he's not like a, that good. I mean, there's not <laughs> much success of of these quarterbacks who go in rounds two, three, four, really being anything great. There's Russell Wilson, uh, Dak, Dak. Are the only two that I can think of. Um, Other than that, Carr, um, Carr went in the second. Yeah, he was like the first pick in the second, though. That was kind of like. Yeah. There, that draft Technicalities. was weird. Yeah, Kellen Maud um, was his his draft grade was in that two, three, four round, um, and he went there. But I like this pick for them. I mean, they need some. They're going to need to eventually move off of Kirk Cousins. Um, so good, good need pick, and we'll yep. see. Who knows? They were they were rumored to uh, be trading up for Justin Fields. Oh, yeah, that would have been amazing for them. I mean, anybody who trading out for Justin Fields, including the Patriots, would have been amazing. So, uh, Kellen Maud was the uh, the <laughs> alternate route here. You get him in the third round. Um, it's a lottery ticket. If yeah. he ends up seeing the field ever for a sizable amount of time, then you won the trade just right there because the quarterback's the more important position. As long as he you know, plays okay. Um, it's a lottery ticket. You swung the yeah. bat, but yeah, you got Christian Darrisaw in that trade, Kellen Maud, and then I'm actually going to skip the next one because their next pick, and then go to the other one they got in the trade, and then just talk yeah, about yeah, those yeah. three players. So the other player they got in the trade was actually Wyatt Davis, who we, who we talked already about touched earlier. on was the right guard for Ohio State, and so they got a guard who was maybe the second or third guard on the board. And a quarterback who could be something, and a starting tackle for the number one guard on the board for Elijah Vera Tucker. <sighs> That's great. That's great value. And to take a swing on Mod when you don't, I mean, who knows? But it's like, why not? They gave us an extra third for whatever reason. I would have, t- I would have done that with a first and a third. What great value and, and, um, ability to like move around the draft board to get those players yeah. for I think the Vikings Bear Tucker fleeced the Jets in that trade mm-hmm. fleece mm. imagine yeah, if yeah. Kellen Mott's gonna be better than Zach Wilson the Jets gonna be kicking themselves yeah it's unlikely but you know unlike Pastor linebacker was their next pick uh, in round three uh, Patrick Jones as well they had four yeah. third round picks the Chesterat pick is he's a project linebacker. I don't expect him to 
be somebody who could come in and start. He's not exactly ready to play. He's somebody uh, coming out of North Carolina. He was a quarterback his first couple of years uh, yeah, at North yeah, Carolina. And then when their coaching right. staff changed, he, uh, he got Das Boot and he switched positions to linebacker. Um, he is still learning the position. He's not a great tackler, um, but he, he is a sideline to sideline guy. He's physically stout enough to play an outside linebacker role. Um, and he's decent in coverage. He understands routes because he was a quarterback. But he he's the guy that, you know, in the he's in the top three of when he decides to go somewhere, he goes full speed and he will light you up. I love that. Know who, yeah. know who I'm getting some shades of? Only yep. only people in Port Orange are going to get this. Chase Sofiak. Chase Sofiak, yeah. Right, Chase Sofiak is Chaz <laughs> Think about that. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I love the comp. Okay. <laughs> I wonder if Chase right. does. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he's listening. Yeah, we'll get him on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the Patrick Jones pick, uh, that he was the fourth third-round pick that the Vikings had this year. Uh, edge rusher out of Pittsburgh. Um at the college season's conclusion, I thought this guy was like an early second rounder. Um, Pittsburgh's pro day was was maybe a collection of the worst pro days ever in the history. Nobody oh. tested out well. And what did they do? What are they training on? Like yes, yeah, quicksand grass there. or something? No, was, oh yeah, they, they had quicksand there. They were actually running in those uh those ball pits for children. <laughs> smart <laughs> yeah 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 um no and i watched his reps one-on-one -on -one reps at the senior bowl and he looked like one of the worst guys there oh no patrick i i was like thinking i kind of want the browns to get him and then i watched him at the senior bowl yeah, and i go I take him off the board yeah, i where is he i don't even Move want him. him anywhere other than maybe the seventh he goes by patrick jones the second by the way yeah. So he's one of those. Um, can you say this next name? There's no way you can. If you can say it, I'm going to in a pod right now. <laughs> Ngagwe. I have right. no idea if that's right. That, that sounded good. Close. That sounded damn good. <laughs> Ngagwe. His name ends with a U. There's no way it's Ngagwe. It's ooh, Ngagwe. You fooled me. Yeah, I know. You no, I butchered me. that name. I have no idea how to pronounce that. That's not one. That's that's, that's not and, talked about on, on the Reddit page. No, any of these players in the late round, late round here. Um, yeah, though actually, who? the edge rusher. I don't like the uh, Patrick Jones pick. The edge rusher I do like is the project out of Florida State, Janarius Robinson. I oh. love that pick. He A little Florida State like, shout out. He's somebody I thought that was like yep that's a vikings guy he has all the measurables he's got all the tools but no production so he is nothing but potential and the vikings are actually one of like the teams that routinely will draft in the middle rounds these types of guys hoping that they can get him in the building teach him how to actually play the d-line and rush the passer and just their physicality will take care of the rest he's a freak he does look big Got, I, don't, I got, watched uh, four, some Florida State games, and I remember him that much. He's got um, over 35-inch arms. 
<gasps> wow. He's I ridiculous. That. I love it. I'm looking um, at some photos of him and his his arms are down to his knees. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I I love that pick as far as like take a flyer on a guy. He could he could end up being absolutely nothing. But you're getting a guy at the end of the fourth round who could be a Pro Bowl player if he just figures it all out. If it clicks for that guy, physically passing he's got down, it. get him in there, see what he does. Yeah, I like that. Um, the other one I like, I like the wide receiver <clears throat> out of Iowa. He's he's big enough to play the outside, and he's he's got speed to stretch the field. Getting him in the fifth, I, I like that pick. Mm-hmm. Zach Davis in tight end, and then Jalen Tyman. Bits of tackle yep. seventh round. Yeah. Who's your favorite pick for the Vikings? Um, Christian Darisol. I really liked that, but there, honestly, there's a handful. This is one of my favorite drafts. Yeah, I like the Darisol pick as well. Um, I was between Darisol and Kellen Mod, but Darisol because I, I, I don't have I'm not optimistic with Mod, let's say that. Um, yeah, and the Vikings including the trade, um, get a B-plus for me. Oh, it, if yeah, including the trade, this is this is an A for me. I love this draft. Wow. This you is, you this do is seem in my, jazzed about the Vikings. Yeah, this is in my top five in terms of drafts. Amazing. Go Vikings. Um, who is your favorite pick for the NFC North? I think we, we Justin both Fields. know Justin <laughs> Fields. Yeah. 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 If I, I, if I was going like I anyone other than that... Aleem McNeil, defensive tackle okay. for the Lions. I liked him a lot. He was one of my guys. I was high he on He was one of your guys. Mine was Amon Ra St. Brown. Did I do it right? Yeah, Amon Ra. Amon Ra St. Brown. That was my favorite pick if we're not doing fields. Yeah. Well, we both we both liked picks from the Lions, but we just didn't love all the Lions draft. That's funny. We, yeah. They were, they were the third best draft in the NFC North, but individually we liked their draft picks. <laughs> it's kind of funny mm-hmm. how that works out. They didn't have that many picks where the Vikings were had tons of picks. All over and the place. All over I, the place. I liked and quite the trade, a few I mean, the trade was great. So Yeah. That was fun, Bob. I like doing this. You, I, I'll say this, and I'm sure people know, obviously by listening this far now, you, you know a lot about these like random players, <laughs> like a lot. Some of these guys might be transparent. I don't even so, know who they are. I'm like, sure. I'm Googling quickly. Like, who's this guy? <laughs> You're all over it. So I, thank you yeah, for, for carrying I know us way during too, these. I know way too much about some of these guys. Uh, draft season is my favorite season of the year, though. I get yeah, I mean, real, real excited about it. used to say draft season is the Super Bowl for the Browns, but based off of their offseason and this draft and how things are trending, I think you might be having a bit of a different viewpoint. You know how, like, when you're a little kid, Christmas is the best? Yeah. And then you grow up and you're like, Christmas is great, but for completely different reasons. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's how it feels now. The, as a kid, the Browns was where I received my gifts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's good because I get to be around people and see what's going on, but the real gift happens every other day of the year now. And getting Johnny Menzel was like getting a toothbrush. <laughs> yeah no that was that was coal my man that was coal <laughs> not even the back. not even the fake gum coal listen i thought i was good this year and you're giving me this <laughs> i did not deserve this Mm-mm. oh i well, got the draft i was 
at Zach Bang and Hoven's house. And, no, and Steve weren't. was there being a Texas A&M boy, and he was so excited for me. And I, I didn't have the heart to tell everyone how pissed I was. <gasps> but you, I was really, yeah. I that was like, as long as we don't draft Johnny Menzel, I'll be happy. And then that, oh, uh, and then no. Steve hugs you and is like, yeah, we did it. And you're like, I, hate I am this. gonna be over at your house watching every Browns game. Yeah, I don't care what people say about you, Bob. You are a good friend. <laughs> <laughs> thanks thanks it, you know I, I i'm just getting better i'm like a fine wine oh we're gonna end on that um that concludes our recap of the the north for afc and nfc next week we're doing the east if i no. understand my... no like the compass north south east west but it doesn't work that way you read it northeast no, southwest. No, no, no. but it's how you say it we're doing north south East West. Who am I to know? We're doing the South next week, everybody. I don't I'm know. It might be a surprise. It. We might good. do Thanks the West. Thanks for listening, we guys. Throw your different direction. <laughs> yep. Thank you for joining. Um, it's been another episode across the middle, and we'll see you next week. Yeah.